to meet not an old friend, but a friend of an old friend, Sir Oswald Maples. The friend of the friend was Williamson, who had ordered the champagne. Oswald Maples had asked Jury if he could spare some time to talk to Tom Williamson, and Jury said, Of course, why? To which Oswald had said, You'll see. Jury filled his glass again before he moved to another window and another view of the Thames. "'My favourite view,' said a voice behind him. Jury turned. "'Superintendent Jury, I'm Tom Williamson. I'm very sorry I'm late.' "'I'm not,' said Jury, lifting the Krug from its ice bed. "'You will notice this is considerably below the waterline.' Tom Williamson laughed and poured a measure into his own glass. He was a tall man, taller by an inch than Jury himself. Fortunately, there's a lot more sea. He raised his glass, tipped it toward Jury's. You like ships, Superintendent? I don't know anything about them, except there's a waterline on the hull. Tom smiled. I love them. My grandfather was in the shipping business. Down there used to be the steamships of the East India Company, loaded with stuff, tea, spices, as many as a thousand ships going toward the docks, and barges. Now we've got tourist cruisers and speedboats. Still a lot of river traffic, just not the same traffic. Thanks for meeting me. The thanks came without a pause between it and the river traffic. The way he talked, the directness as if he didn't want to waste any time, made Jury smile. Williamson had yet to remove his coat, which he now did, and tossed it over one of the coolly blue amoeba-shaped chairs. "'An interesting bar to choose,' said Jury. "'Light years above the ones I frequent down there.' He nodded toward the window and approaching dark. "'Do you work in the city?' "'No, I know nothing about finance.' You wonder why I chose it? Jury laughed. I'm not complaining, believe me. It must have the best views of any place in London. Yes, I don't come here often. He sat back. Perhaps I chose it because up here is quite literally above it all. He sipped some champagne. Jury smiled. What's the all? Williamson looked perplexed. That you want to be above. Williamson picked up an olive, but didn't eat it. He put it on one of the small paper napkins the waiter had supplied. You know a man with the Devon Cornwall police, uh, Commander McElvey? Jury was so surprised by this sudden segue, he spilled his champagne, fortunately only on himself. Sorry. He brushed at the spill with a napkin. Brian McElvey? I certainly do. But it was Sir Oswald Maples who spoke to me about you. Of course. I'm sorry. I'm tossing too many balls in the air. He plucked the bottle from its stand and poured more for each of them. I don't know how much Oswald told you. Nothing. Other than that you worked for the Government Code and Cipher School, GC and CS. Not when he was there but after it changed to GC headquarters and got moved to Cheltenham. Tom Williamson nodded. Jury went on.
Sir Oswald knows I'm a sucker for that stuff. I stopped at Bletchley Park to see the Enigma machine. It was incredible work they did. Alan Turing and the others. Williamson said, Oswald was at Bletchley Park during the war. He was really into it, very high up. I wasn't so much. My work was small potatoes by comparison. Your name came up. That is, he thought of you when I was visiting him one evening in Chelsea. It's about my wife, Tess. Your wife? Jury looked over his shoulder, quite stupidly, as if he expected to find Tess there, behind their chairs. She's dead. Somehow, Jury had known that, even as he turned to look for her. Seventeen years ago. He paused long enough to have counted every one. We had.